Hello, beloveds. Welcome to the Black Alchemy Podcast. I'm your host, B, and I'm so excited about this podcast. You all, I'm so grateful that you've joined us today. Just for a little background, in case you're not sure what Black Alchemy is, Black Alchemy is a plant-based skincare and sensual wellness brand. We created this collection for sensual, melanated, femme-presenting, and spirited human beings who appreciate clean beauty and Mother Earth. The podcast We would love to be a forum and a safe space for conversations on how Black femmes can alchemize connection, pleasure, and freedom. We are super, super honored to have the lovely Miss Marla Renee Stewart with us, co-founder of Sex Down South. The goddess herself is here. Um, so I'm so excited that you are taking the time to speak with us. I'm so excited to be here at Sex Down South for the second year. Yes, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Like, um, you know, this is a new venture. So, of course, you know, I'll do anything for you and Tia. So I love yeah. that. I love that. <laughs> so we share a business partner. Tia, who is the founder of Black Alchemy, is also your partner with Sex Down South. Mm-hmm. So tell me about how you came up with this idea. This is the eighth annual conference, yeah. which is crazy that you've been doing this for eight years mm-hmm. and respecting hundreds and hundreds of people this year. Mm-hmm. Post-COVID, I think, you know, last yeah. year was a little because of COVID and people weren't really comfortable traveling mm-hmm. and engaging. And so this is like the first yeah, Post the COVID year, up. the yes. ramp up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's really been amazing. I mean, yeah, we'll have like almost 500 people this year. So that's a doubling since last year. So it's great. Um, but T and I, you know, we founded this, we had done some parties together. Uh, my birthday parties in particular in Atlanta. At, in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I think our first party, so we met, she recruited me from a, uh, for a thing that she was producing a magazine. Um, and so she recruited me to do this workshop in front of a big audience and did that. And, you know, um, she loved me and we just kind of clicked immediately. I mean, who probably doesn't click with Tia, but anyway, (laughs) um, so she, uh, we decided just to do something else together. And so we did a series of parties together. So we did like my birthday party. We did a carnival. I had like 200 people at my house. Oh my God. Um, it was in my backyard. I had like a Mexican rock band, fire oh eaters, a mobile spank booth. We had Tia's tunnel of love, <laughs> touch thing. We had cherry pie eating contests. We had... Just like all the things, oh, you know, I love fried it. Twinkies so and Oreos, like, you know, just all the things. And um, so we did a, a few more parties. We did like a no pants Prince party. Fun. Uh, so all Prince songs with no pants. Yeah, you, you can wear no pants. Um, <laughs> we did empowering the pussy party. Um, and that was really fun. We did, so basically we just did a bunch of parties. We were like, we want to do something bigger, something, you know, we we have all these people, they love to come, they love to experience this fun with us, you know, we, we always have a good time. So I was like, I want to do a conference. So like me being the educator is just kind of like, I... I thrive on like learning and wanting to know more. Tia also, who is, comes from more of the enthusiast, right? Wanting to learn more about her own sexuality. 
Um, and so, you know, we come from these two different angles, but it's a great balance. And so we were sitting on our, uh, sitting on my couch and <laughs> Tia, I was like, I want to do a conference. And she was like, yeah, like sex down South. And I was like, <gasps> yes. And we were like, yes. And it was just, just vibrations from there, right? And I so we invited like a team, right? So we had people who were like, hey, we're, we're doing a sex conference. Are you in? Like, do you want to go in business? Like, I'm very business minded. Um, she is now very business minded. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She likes to come up with these great ideas. So, you know, sometimes <laughs> with creatives, it's hard to pin down the, like, business is difficult. And so I think we we have a really great balance because she's in producer stuff. Like, she has a great organizational um, skills and everything. So that wasn't difficult, but um, the business aspect, you know, and so... Uh, so anyway, we um, we invited people. People were like, "Nah," <laughs> and we were like, "Let's do this together." And with our you so know, wait a minute, so the people that you invited, when you say people were like, uh, you know, they were you were bringing them in as partners. Yeah, that we was were like, "Hey, do you want to go in business with, with us, us yeah. for Sex Down South?" And they said, "No." And what was uh, the they reason? They were like, "I'll be on your team. We'll, we'll volunteer, but I don't want to." They didn't want to. They didn't want to put in money. To the business. And I, I get it because, you know, like, it's a risk. It's a risk. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a risk, but uh, it is what it is. So, yeah. you know, we risk it. And I think because I'm a risk taker and Tia is a creative and like probably already a risk taker. So, you In know, her own right. Yeah, yeah. It was just like we were we, we were both calculated risk takers. So we were like, let's do this together. And we did. And with two hundred dollars to get our business and get our bank account and faith and manifestations and masturbating to those manifestations ah. and <laughs> dreaming up the dreams. Everything really came together our first year. We ended up like breaking even our first year, which I was great, it. which usually we would be in the hole. Right. But we had asked like five different sex celebs um, and we were think thinking, oh, you know, three of them might say yes, or two or one might say yes, but they all said yes. And we were like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, so you're like, oh, we're said, really doing this. Everybody said yes. And we were <laughs> yeah. like, oh, we weren't prepared for like everybody to say yes. <laughs> and um, there. Atlanta Poly Weekend um, lended us their AV equipment for like the rooms because like we didn't have money to pay the hotel. Like the hotel fees are high for AV equipment. So everything just just came together came like magic magic over that year yeah. you know so I love, it. I love it um and then every year after that has been just even more and more magical and this year is no different it's just also super fucking magical it's so exciting yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love it so the concept was what exactly just a a, a, a conference about sexuality centered around black people women uh, it, to me, I see it as a very, very safe, kink forward, um, come as you are space. And I love that. I love going to a workshop and seeing somebody in a suit and then seeing somebody in a sheer top with their titties out. Like, and they're in the same space getting the same education. Right. And they have the same interests. Well, I think that speaks volumes to who Tia and I are and who we invite into the space. Right. So for us, Sex Down South is our baby. 
So it is all the things that we are. So we are business. We are titties out. We are um, kinky. We are, well, people of color, we're black people. So we, we people of color are prioritized in this space. Um, when you go to other sex conferences, they're very white centered. Yes. They don't have, um, it, it's hard. It, now, you know, with diversity, equity, inclusion, you know, the, the, the DEI, they're trying to fill all their quotas now. But before, when we started this eight years ago, it, we used to be the tokens. You know what I mean? And so I was just like, I'm tired of being token. And every time I would go to a conference, I'd be like, do you have other people of color who are presenting? And so that is how I was just like, I we need to do, we need to do more. Yeah, and so, um, and I've been doing this for 15 years, you know what I mean? So not the conference, but- The sex education. Yeah, the sex education piece. So, um, so with that, we decided, you know, we will- prioritize people of color, you know, black, brown folks, BIPOC folks, uh, trans, uh, non-binary, you know, gender variant folks, all the folks, folks who are survivors. Um, we center sex workers, disabled folks. Um, we center like all the people who normally get pushed in the margins, especially at sex conferences, we put them at the forefront. And so that is why I think what makes Sex Down South spectacular because there's all pieces of us in there. I'm kinky, you know, Tia's in, I'm a little <laughs> bit of king, you know what I mean? You know, um, we're both non-monogamous, she's polyamorous, I'm, um, you know, uh, I'm now a new parent, you know, um, I'm uh, I, a pleasure activist, a sexual strategist, uh, you know, so there's, uh, you know, she's, what, hetero, I would say hetero, maybe flexible, probably not. So, but She's pretty you know, inflexibly and, and I, hetero. Yeah, right, 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 exactly. We and still I, love her. And I'm like, a, I'm like homo flexible, uh, kind of. A, you know, we, we, you know, we occupy this space. Yeah, and, and there's room for all of us. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so I think that's what makes it. Um, what makes it great is that yeah. we can just be ourselves and be, and we created it out of love. We created out of love, not of only sex for ourselves, and our people. of sex, mm -hmm. sexual liberation. Mm -hmm. What do we want to see? How do we want to see sex move? And, and that feels good. And it, it always feels good to us. So I love it. Yeah. So, so talk to me a little bit more about, and by the way, audience, um, her company Velvet Lips is the sex education company that she also owns. So talk to me a little bit about your experience as a sex educator and attending these other sex conferences that are white-centered, uh, majority-centered, um, and the experience of that and, and, and taking all of that experience and saying, you know, I'm going to create something different. So what is it about including black and brown folks in this conversation about sexual liberation that is different, that, you know, people who are not from marginalized communities, people who are not you know, don't have the same experiences that we do with our bodies and with sexuality. Like, what is missing Like that, that Sex Down South provides? Well, I think part of it is we have to think about, like, what 
particularly black women have been through in the past, right? Our bodies have been experimented on, our bodies have been used, our bodies have been exploited for white folks to, you know, make medical, you know, technology and, and, and do all the things. And so I think part of it is the ability to take back that agency and, and, and own our own sexuality, especially being here in the South, where there's a lot, in particular black women, that... Um, are afraid of their sexuality or afraid to be themselves or afraid to change to 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 not be straight you know afraid to you know all of these things that they're so fearful of or want to be conservative because of be, you know want to be a southern you know southern bell, southern bell yeah. want to be this what's know, expected of you yeah the expectations mm. the i uh, call it the you know it's the gender identity tropes these things can be i think particularly harmful um, because you don't get to express authentically who you are. And so I think being in this space, when people come to this space, they're like, holy shit, like I can, I can just be me. Yeah. And I don't can, have to cover up my tattoos you know, and you, I don't have yeah, to, yeah. You don't have to cover up anything. You don't have to, you, you don't have to say who you are, what you want. You, you don't have to do anything. You just have to be you. Mm-hmm. And we love you. Like you just have to accept the love that's coming to you. And sometimes I think that's hard, especially for us who have that DNA of nourishing, caretaking, kin keeping, like all of these things that we have been told that are our duties. Yes. Um, as women, yes. Our duties as women, as black women, mm-hmm. um, rather than like we do it if we want to do it. Yes. And then we can also do these other things. Like I can also be sexy and be a parent. Yeah. And also like I I embody all of these things and that's okay. You know what I mean? Not only is it okay, but it, it makes you more of who you are and it right. makes you excited about living and yeah. breathing. Yeah. And experiencing. And, yeah. And I think it's interesting too, because I come from California. Mm. So I my mindset has always been probably very California, yes. right? I, has, I keep forgetting that you're yeah, from California. Yeah. So it's very much like, I'm free. What are you talking about? Yeah. I do whatever the fuck I want to do. Yeah. And then you come in the South and they're like, What you doing? Why are you when why I you came doing here, that? why when I came here, they're like, Why you got that mohawk? What is that? Well, who does a mohawk? And then when Kanye West came out with his Oh, your mohawk is cute. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, what? What? They like, need outside validation. Yeah, the validation is real for a lot of folks. And like that internal validation, that is something so powerful that when I feel like when you come into a space like Sex Down South, the aura and the energy yes. that you feel, that's the self-validation that you know, oh, I am the shit. Like I am worth Whatever it is that I feel that I'm worth, like I'm worth being here. I'm worth being sexually liberated. I'm worth expressing myself. I love it. I want to talk specifically about the workshop that you um, kicked off this morning, bright and early mm-hmm. at 8.45. Mm-hmm. Let me just do it first. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it was appropriate. It was about dream interpretations because most people were still dreaming right. or <laughs> coming out of a dream. So talk to me about what you covered in that workshop this morning. Yeah. So what I covered in the workshop was thinking about our dreams. And actually, it's something I, I have I do in my work, but I don't um, I don't 
necessarily promoted as much. And so when we thought about healing and restoration, I was like, folks need to like, those dreams can really heal folks. Mm. So um, I talked about how to journal your dream. I talked about the different types of dreams. I talked about what dreams mean. And a lot of the session was aimed at helping people interpret their dreams and what they actually mean. So sometimes they those dreams are of the contrary, meaning the opposite of what's been happening. Sometimes dreams are uh, prophetic and, you know, you get epiphanies from them or new ideas and can really be amazing. And then some dreams are, um, you know, they could be mundane and, you know, everyday life and whatnot. So I think it's just really important to, to note things in your dreams because they can tell us stuff. Um, T and I get lots of dreams for SDS, uh, lots of nightmares. I only got one this year. Tia didn't get any, which is amazing. Maybe because we're finally in our groove. You're more confident, finally, yeah. yeah. It's just eight years. Yeah. You get a rhythm. Yeah, yeah. And we're comfortable and, you know, uh, we've evolved. And what's really great is we've evolved together. And in my dream, um, I had a dream that the damn lanyards were wrong that they said like happy new year and oh Tia God. was mad at me and I was like well I ordered the right ones and I was like you know all of these things and so many moving parts people have no idea yeah the <laughs> amount of work and time and energy it takes to pull something like this together so I mean yeah. kudos to both of you it's phenomenal thank really you. yeah thank you so let me, let me just bring it back because people will be like what does dream interpretations have to do with sex so talk to me about mm. why you thought that that particular information was appropriate or, you know, contributing to the spirit of sex down south and all that there is to learn here. Well, part of it, too, is like in all the dreams, you understand like what what they are and how they move and, and what they do. But I think what's most important is how they heal you. And we talked about sex dreams. Right. And so we say uh, sex dreams are common. And a lot of times when we have um dreams about someone that we want to have sex with that we've never had sex with that's a place of safety mm. it's a place of being like oh i can ha i can have sex with them in my dream and it feels good and it's nice and are amazing um and sometimes you can meet up sexually subconsciously mm. um or your con two consciousnesses can meet i believe um to have sex if you're not so and I've experienced this personally where I've had sex with someone in a dream and they also dreamed of me having sex with them. Wow. So yeah. how did you find that out? You it, you went to them and oh, yeah. admitted absolutely. that you had that dream and they were absolutely. like, oh, my God, me too. Absolutely. Wow. Uh, absolutely. And then we ended up hooking up in real life. But <laughs> was, it, was it was it what you dreamed or was it how different was it from the reality? You know, I don't really recall the dream as much. I mean, I remember the reality, but like it was because, the fact that you dreamt. Yes, right? yes. Yeah, and yeah. You for dreams, you know, we only remember fifty percent, and then by ten minutes, we forget ninety percent of the dreams. Yeah. So we only remember ten percent. So I don't really remember. I remember having sex with that person, but you don't remember the details. I don't remember the detail. Yeah. I remember it feeling good. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I remember having sex with you and it feeling good. And they were like, I had sex with you too in my dream and it feeling good. And like, so what <laughs> if you have a sex dream about somebody that you broke up with and you thought you were over, or somebody who was abusive to you and you kicked them to the curb, or somebody that. Um, you know, you really want to have sex with or. So some of those things are again, like safety. So if the, if you've had good sex with them and you're and you've, and you have sex in the dream, some of it's about safety. You're protecting yourself, but mm. you still want to experience that pleasure. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Or in real the life. Sex was, yeah, in real life. Yeah. I mean, yeah, in real life, you want it. No, in your dream, you're experiencing that pleasure, but you don't want to have sex with them. Got it. Yeah. yeah I understand. Because, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Because <laughs> no, I'm like, because it's safe, right? Yes. It's safe to be able to dream and, that makes and sense. think about that. Yeah. Now, if the sex is bad, which which I was like, I have to think about that because if the sex is bad and they were abusive or whatever, and like, why do I keep dreaming that we keep getting back together? Um, part of it might, you know, it might just be a dream of contrary. You always probably need to not be with that person. Um, and it might just be a reminder of like, hey, I don't need you to don't be want with this. That. Remember, you don't want to go back. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Um, so, you know, it really just depends on the type of dream. Yeah, that's so fascinating. Mm-hmm. Well, I know that you're a busy lady, and I appreciate <laughs> the time that you've spent it for, with me. Thank you. And this is so fun, and I will be seeing you running about yes. and doing oh, your yeah. thing. So, so thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you. Thank so, you for having me. Of course. So let everybody know where they can find you yeah, in your absolutely. business. Yeah, absolutely. So, of course, you can go to velvetlipsexed.com. You can go to sexdownsouth.com. Um, or if you're just curious about me, just go to Marla Stewart.com or Marla Stewart.com um, to find all the different details on me. Um, social media at one Marla Stewart or at Velvet Lips Sex Ed, that's sex without the E, um, on all social media. So that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So we say Snapchat. sex without the E, is I mean, it the number three TikTok. or it's just SX? SX. Got it. Okay, mm. spell it out just so we know. Yeah, V-E-L-V-E-T-L-I-P-S-S-X-E-D. Okay, and that's for Instagram? Uh, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you, Marla. And LinkedIn. <laughs> YouTube. No. All the things. All the things, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Marla. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs>